Hey, Dr. Mike here. Did you know that there is a silent thief, which is the leading cause of blindness over 60? Stay tuned to find out what it is and learn how to beat the statistic. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. January is National Glaucoma Awareness Month, Dr. Crystal. This is one that I can appreciate. We don't talk about glaucoma as much as we do like cataracts. I know we've done several shows on that and also, of course, macular degeneration. But in the teaser, as I said, a lot of people call this the silent thief, right? Because it can develop slowly over many years. And there are no symptoms. No symptoms, not much problem. And all of a sudden, boom, Right. it kicks in and it is the leading cause of blindness over 60. That's surprising. It's a little scary for me, at least. Uh, This is a topic that we talk about with my family. One, because my mom and dad have glaucoma. Oh. Two, I'm African-American and it is prevalent Mm -hmm. in our community. Um, Over the age of 40 is where you kind of see the risk increase in the African-American community and no one's really talking about it, so. Yeah. Hopefully we can spread well, the word. I, and, and, but what's interesting is there are some nutrients that can, that can help, especially early on. And we're going to we're going to talk about that. First of all, what what is glaucoma? I mean, if you want to make it real simple, it's like it's like high blood pressure in the eye. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just kind of a way to think of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's more complex than that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, your eye has a lot of fluid. There's 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 a certain pressure you need in the eye for the eye to function, but if that pressure gets too high, you can damage the retina, you can damage the optic nerve, and that's where you start having um, visual visual problems, right? Yes, and uh, that optic nerve that's what it's a part of the brain. It's a part I, of the. It's the, a direct. The, the, a lot of people don't know this, right? If you do a if you do like an anatomy class when I used to right in medical school, mm-hmm. you could literally touch. The optic nerve from the eye and run it all the way right into the brain. Wow. You know, so we, we're we not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it's something worth sticking a pen in is that um, doctors are starting to view glaucoma as a neurological disease, kind of looking at um, just inflammation and mitochondrial dysfunction and, and somehow- makes sense. Tying it to that. Because because the blindness is linked to the optic nerve damage, and the optic nerve is a nerve. <laughs> right, right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 the initial, you know, event might be the high eye pressure, but mm-hmm. the result is, is nerve damage. So it kind of makes sense. Right. To categorize it that way. Now, there's a couple of different types. Um, we have open angle, and we have what is called... Um, uh, I guess, closed glaucoma or angle-closed glaucoma, right? Open is the most common. Right, 90% yeah. of the glaucoma cases will be open-angle right. glaucoma. And, and very few are this angle-closure glaucoma. So let's talk about, let's focus on open. Yeah. Because I think that's, you know, most mm-hmm. people are going to be dealing with that. Again, increased pressure in the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, it's silent. It, it could start to build. Right. I mean, you don't even know it, right? Just kind of like blood pressure, the silent. So blood pressure is the silent, systemic blood pressure, high blood pressure is right. the silent killer. Mm-hmm. The the high blood pressure in the eye is the silent thief. Well, one thing I think 
you don't often notice the changes in your peripheral vision. Like, I think if it affected central vision more, maybe people would say, hey, (laughs) something's going on here. I can't really see. But I think it's also silent because, you know, it primarily affects, you know, your if you're driving, obviously you kind of need to see what's going on in the periphery and people don't really pay attention yeah. to that. So what, so what's, what's happening with the open glaucoma or open angle glaucoma is there's two things. Um, we often see increased production of fluid and then that fluid's not draining properly, right? Um, you have drainage canals yeah. that, that dump into your sinuses. Right. And that and that and then and then when that happens and that fluid goes down a little bit, the cells that make the fluid make a little more and it drains properly. And then you make a little more and it drains properly. That's normal. But what's happening here um, in open angle is the drainage can actually get into the canals. Mm-hmm. It's it's deeper. It's in these smaller. What do you want to call them? Tri- tributaries. Oh, that's a nice right? way. <laughs> that's where there's inflammation. There's damage, mm-hmm. and that's where the blockage occurs. Now, the, the, what's interesting is is as as the as the ocular fluid goes into those canals, and it gets blocked up there. Um, the initial response is by the, the eye is to make more, is to make more mm-hmm. fluid. Mm-hmm. Now, at some point, when it gets real blocked up, they don't. But they're sensitive to how much fluid is in the eye. So at first, the pressure, when you first diagnose it, can be really high. Now, when you were doing your rotations in med school, did you have to do ophthalmology? And yes. Was that a part of it? Yes. And you did had... you see a lot of glaucoma? No. I mean, we saw um, a lot of cataracts, um, mm, yeah. obviously a lot mm-hmm. of macular degeneration. Those were the classic ones. Um I did learn how to look into the eye for pressure. Ooh. Um, I don't remember how to do it, but we did. <laughs> we did well, this 25 years right. ago. Right? Um, it was even longer than that. Yeah, so we, we, you do learn how to do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to be honest. I, I, I do remember the, the specialist, the attending, you know, doing it and seeing, see, there, see that, see that, see that uh, canal, see those, see that white stuff right there. Yeah, That's, it's like and, some border or yeah, something. Yeah, that... and I, I didn't see it. <laughs> So you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. I'm sure the technology now has improved, where have, the cameras are better. I'm sure. I'm sure. But there, there is this way of looking at where these canals are, and if there's this whitish border type yeah. thing, that's mm-hmm. open angle glaucoma. Right. Yeah. I never saw it, but but he did. Well, so one point that we can make is one: go see your eye doctor. And that should be regular. Right. Eye, teeth and body should be regular Uh appointments. uh Right. And then the other thing is don't skip the dilation because they can see it better. Absolutely. (laughs) See, people people hate that, though. Oh, and then you got to wear those funny glasses. I know. Yeah. But it is true. If you do allow the doctor to dilate your eyes, the exam is a thousand times easier. Um, And quite often, if, if they if the. If the doctor really feels there's something there, they're going to they're gonna make you dilate your eyes because that's really yeah. the only way uh, to do it. So basically, open angle glaucoma, um, the, it's, it's a drainage problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's, it's further into the tributaries, whereas closed angle is further up stream, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. the blockage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most common one is in those tributaries. It could be inflammation. It could be past infection. Um, there's a lot of theories. We don't really know exactly what's what's going on yeah. but it's probably some sort of past damage 
yes. from something. Mm. Yeah. So that so those are your different types. Um, there's there's other weird ones. There's congenital. There's pigmentary. There's traumatic. Those yeah. are pretty pretty. Right. Great. So I'll have to tell you a short story. Secondary. Um, and when you say you know other causes, these are secondary to something else that's going on mm. in the body that's causing pressure in the eye. So you remember, I had uveitis. Uh huh. I off did. and on yeah. for a little over a year, and that was one thing they they continued. They I was always tested for glaucoma in many ways um, because of the quarter. Uh, corticosteroids that you were using the drops yeah. that i was using and glaucoma they, is they a are side connected effect. to that yeah right you, you know think of it this way even in systemic blood pressure high blood pressure right mm -hmm. there's primary and secondary yeah primary systemic high blood pressure we don't really know what causes it but mm -hmm. there's secondary causes like kidney failure Right? right, steroid use, mm -hmm. right, certain HIV drug. I mean, right. th those were, and it's kind of the same in the eye. Yeah. We have a primary open angle that we don't really know, past damn or whatever. Yeah. But but if you can identify that this person is on steroids and they got glaucoma, that's probably secondary. And that includes inhalers. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Yes, so that's you know, the, if you have asthma, if you use an inhaler then make sure you get your routine eye exam. That's a lot. You know, there's asthma is a pretty prevalent yeah. thing in the United States. Now, what? so so what are the first signs? Um, again, no symptoms early on. That's the problem. That's the silent thief. Um, tell us what you think. What, what, what do we see as it gets closer to a true diagnosis? Yeah, late stages, you start seeing central vision impairments. Um, and maybe that's the time where people who don't routinely visit their eye doctor may start noticing, hey, something's going on with my vision. Um, and then they go to the eye doctor. And unfortunately, those late stages, there's not much that can be done. Yeah, That's the sad part. That's why I think it's the leading, you know, one it, of those it, leading causes of blindness. If you're going in already with blind spots. Um, people also complain of flashy lights, yeah. stuff like that, because the retina is being hurt. And when the retina starts to peel and get hurt, you, mm -hmm. you get little flashy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so if that's too late, yeah. that's, almost like, that's almost like going in to be checked for systemic hypertension when you're having a heart attack. Yeah. You know, it's too late, right? You mm -hmm. want to get it early. And so what do you do if it's silent? Yearly eye exam. Right, because there is no cure. Yeah. No cure. We have some nutrients that might help. We got some research. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, though, it's really all about we got to prevent this, right? Yeah. Or at least catch it early, and some of these nutrients and meds might have a and chance. It slows, yes, it, yeah. it slows it down, the, yeah. the progression. Uh, people at risk, run us through that. Right. Uh, people are over 60, particularly Hispanic men and women, African Americans. It strikes earlier, progresses faster, um, and people with diabetes, people with high blood pressure, of course, eye injury, steroid use. Um, and so those are the people who are at risk. Yeah. You know, I wonder I wonder if it's more. Is it possible glaucoma is connected to sugar issues more? Oh, yes. You have. There is a study um, that we have here that included over two million men and women age 40 years and older found that people who had diabetes had a 35% greater risk of open angle glaucoma. 
than individuals who did not have diabetes. So, so there is a connection. It makes you think oxidative stress. It makes you think glycation on the proteins on those cells mm-hmm. on the canal. Mm-hmm. Um, something right there is 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 going on. Um, and as you said, high blood pressure overall and elevated lipids. So you know, treatment for this, um, there are prescription eye drops that can slow progression. Surgery and laser laser treatments can help if it's a little more advanced. But as you said, not it, it's all just about slowing progression at the end of the day, right? That's right. So let's get into some of the nutrients because there's some good research here. Yes, uh, some some research that. Uh, I would like to share one is a study, a large study published last year. Well, last month for us. <laughs> this is January 2023, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, December 2022 revealed an association between higher intakes of vitamins A, C, and E and a 27% lower risk of developing glaucoma in comparison with consuming lower amounts of those vitamins. And it was only when all three vitamins were consumed in higher amounts. Yeah. So that's so A, C, and E. A makes sense. Yeah. Carotenoid-based, right? Um, great for the eye. Mm-hmm. Carotenoids overall, that's next on our list, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, vitamin C, protecting against oxidative stress. I mean, yes, something that's what there. I'm thinking. Uh, vitamin E is good for cell repair, Fat layer repair, mm-hmm. maybe something in there mm-hmm. with, with vitamin E. So that that A and C make a lot of sense. E is that one I'm like, I'm not well, sure. Well, you know, when I think about E, I also think about the antioxidant circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's I, hear do this. Do you know where I'm going with let's this? Let's hear this. Hopefully. So take, take some notes. Antioxidants um, help each other out. They do. Right. And I like where you're e going. is one of those antioxidants that help to support and keep CoQ10 alive and yeah. active and able to perform its antioxidant role. And so if you start kind of putting that together and thinking about glaucoma from a neurological perspective, mitochondrial uh, health perspective, CoQ10 is one that is kind of being researched with glaucoma and then vitamin E helping to support CoQ10's action, yeah. I, you know. I, 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 that makes sense. I mean, even us just, just theorizing um, and, and kind of really guessing, mm-hmm. we, we've mentioned oxidative stress several several times al- already, right? Mm-hmm. And CoQ10 is one of your most powerful antioxidants you got in your body. That's right. So maybe we should add, take some CoQ10 too. I think so. <laughs> CoQ10, some PQQ. Oh, yeah. Now, now you got, may have to explain PQQ. Okay. First, do they need to know what it stands for? No, just be <laughs> pyroloquinolinequinone. Oh, that was good, I don't think Dr. That's Mike. exactly right. No, actually. that was it. Oh, it is okay. Um, so it's an antioxidant, far more powerful in its antioxidant ability than than even vitamin C and some of the antioxidants that PQQ. we think. Right, yeah. and it helps to support new mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, helping that cell to function. Uh, more efficiently. Yeah. And, and and again, if you're talking oxidative stress, that usually comes with mitochondrial dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, CoQ10 is powerful, but it needs a place to go, which is the mitochondria. Right. And if you got a bunch of dead mitochondria, where's the CoQ10 going, That's right? right? So really, PQQ is kind of like that, that piece that really comes first, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Build mm-hmm. the powerhouses, yeah. load them up with CoQ10, add some vitamin E to keep it going. 
Sounds like a plan I think to we, me I think, to I help think we with study cellular right regeneration, there. even if because you think what's happening is there's injury, that pressure, you're damaging that optic nerve. So yeah. the body has natural repair mechanisms. So, yeah. you know, maybe you can kind of slow things down. Yeah. Um, other carotenoids make sense. Colored pigmented antioxidants. 100%. Zeaxanthin, mm-hmm. mesozeaxanthin. Lutein, yes. we, we uh, routine, right? I mean, th- those totally make sense. Um, uh, pine bark, it, specifically pine bark mixed with something called bilberry, right? Mm-hmm. What about that? Yeah, there, that is one of the emerging uh, nutritional combinations that have been shown to to really help to support healthy pressure in the eye, to yeah. even lower pressure when the pressure is elevated. These are antioxidants. And in the beginning, Dr. Mike, when you talked about the fluid in the eye and some of those drains being clogged, uh, what these nutrients help to do is may reduce the production of some of that fluid. Yeah. And they seem to work well with prescription medications, which that's what we like. You know, we're not anti-prescription medications, you know, no, there's a we, role. We've never said that. We right. all, we're more integrated. We're whatever works best, right? And if the combination works, then the combination works. Yeah. So one of the main prescription eye drops commonly prescribed is uh, latanopros. Uh, it's a type of prostaglandin. It slows the progression of disease. And, and there's a study that I love to talk about. I'm sure you've seen this study as well, Dr. Mike. Um, that compared uh, this combination of pine bark and bilberry to the prescription medication. But also in this study, there were three groups. One group only had the nutrients. The other group only had the prescription eye drops. The third group had both. Had both, yeah. Interesting. And, uh, and so, of course, the prescription worked faster. It lowered pressure in about four weeks. The well, that's prescriptions. That's they the hit prescription. hard, which is why you get your side effects, because they hit yes. so hard, they change metabolism so fast. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So yeah, rapid drop in pressure, twenty eight percent in four weeks. The nutrient only group took a little longer, but six weeks, a couple weeks longer. There was about a twenty four percent reduction. So it's pretty good. Comparable, just took a little longer, but the combination. At four weeks, you saw that that same kind of 28% reduction, but leading up to 24 weeks. So that's at six months, there was wow. a 40% reduction. And you did not see in that. The combo, in the in combo. In the combo. Yeah. At, um, in the prescription only, it reduced it fast, about 28%, and then it stopped. And it just kind of, that was it. So, yeah. The, so the study continued. They continued didn't see to any use real improvement. it, but didn't see any. Okay. But the combo combo continued to see improvement up until the the duration of that study the pine bark weeks. bilberry and the prescription eye drop right that's pretty cool yeah so that and again your your best bet for the the most optimal efficacy is early 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 treatment right yes you can't wait you can't wait like with systemic high blood pressure if you got the kidney disease already you've waited too long that's <laughs> you know? so true, Doctor. So, Mike. so with glaucoma, it's the same thing. You got to get yearly eye exams if you're in the high risk group. Definitely yearly, please. Yes. Um, and and if you see any signs, if your doctor sees any signs, um, 
show them some, show them some of this research or her, whoever that is, right? Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of them really don't know this. Yeah. They don't know about the bilberry. Very the pine true. Bark. Just a, a quick mention. This is something that um, my mom has incorporated, PEA. It's a type of, mm-hmm. of fatty acid. There's some uh, emerging research showing that that can also be supportive with helping with the pressure yeah. in the eye. I wonder if that's so that's a lot used for pain, but also is it part of maybe a repair process? You might even think about pro- post-inflammatory compounds that mm-hmm. can help heal in- inflammation. Right. Um, so there's, I think, I think we're, lear- we're we're getting closer to understanding what's really going on in that primary glaucoma. A lot of great great information here. Um, I think the take takeaway is know your risk. Um, get your eyes checked. Remember, it's your eyes, your teeth, and your body. Yeah. That needs to be yearly. And take the whole family. <laughs> take it, make it a family event. <laughs> At the family reunion. Let's all go to the eye doctor. I don't know if I do that. But yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind. And if there's any issues, start treating it right away. Of course, with your doctor helping you with that. Dr. Crystal. Yes. Great Dr. show. Mike. Thoroughly enjoyed that. I learned some stuff. Um, don't forget at liveforeverish.com, there are a lot of other episodes. Please download. And when you do, like, share, comment, right? And then subscribe so you never miss a show. As a matter of fact, at liveforeverish.com, it's the one-two punch. Yes, join the family. Join the family by giving us your email address. You'll get a lot of great information, life extension, newsletters, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, keep you up to date. And then, of course, from there, you can subscribe uh, to your favorite um, place you listen to podcasts. Yes. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.